Hello and welcome to Left on Red, and this is our second episode. We'll be uh, shitting on Dave Chappelle and white nationalists uh, throughout. Um, stick around, we're going to have a great conversation, and uh, hope you guys enjoy. Read me my Miranda um, rights, Zoom host. Well, it actually is a legal reason because in uh, in a lot of states, you can legally record someone if one of the people on the recording knows that it's happening. But it wow. allows you have to disclose that you're recording. So it's illegal to record someone without their knowledge. But then there's... It's it's depending on the states, and I don't know what it is in New York, but so anyway, you have to have the disclosure that if you're on there, that you're being recorded because you have to consent to it. Wow, it's almost like you're being recorded right now. Ooh. But yeah, it's just so funny because it really does feel like because I was talking about this um, with some anti-fascist comrades just about how like in the signal chats and stuff is like. No, you just never say anything that would be questionable, like that could get you into trouble. Like just, it doesn't matter if it's encrypted and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I was just thinking about like, uh, like DSA chapters and like fitness, like can you start like a fitness group to support more lefties getting fit? And then I was like, man, that sounds like something a cop would do. That just sounds like, but I, since I'm not a cop, I could go do that. And then anyone that joins, I'm like, I'm keeping a fucking eye on you. Yeah, right. <laughs> Which is straight up cop behavior. So I'm going to perform a sting in the DSA. It's the whole. It's... Nice. But I've definitely You're talked gonna about You're going to get a bunch of nerds book. who want to go canvassing. So good luck. <laughs> We're going to just walk, walk it out. We got to work on our walk. Yeah. I've been, t- I've been talking about this, how to blow up a pipeline book by Andrea Ma- Andrea's mom uh, in every group chat. So yeah. if they weren't watching me, which I doubt. They are now. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, I, I got a thing that was talking about, because we, we have a, a comrade who we both know who had their um, emails read by the FBI mm. the, as part of some sort of sting operation. And so um, I was talking to someone else and there's, there's like literally a legal form that they send you an email that says Google, like you have a little time to appeal it, but also like, yeah, you're not actually going to be able to appeal this because it's from the fucking FBI. But um, they send you an email that says like, we have asked, we have been asked for permission by whatever agency um, for to to read your emails on your hard drive. Um, And then, you know, they give you some 800 numbers to call that are like, oh, if you want to appeal this, whatever. But so um, they generally, I mean, obviously we don't like, we're smart enough to know that like, if they really want to like read your shit, they don't have to send you a nice email through Gmail. <laughs> I just imagine, I just imagine the FBI sending me an email with an 800 number to call. And it's like, if you want to appeal this, just call this number and ask for Hugh Mungus. 
just <laughs> ask for Hugh Mungus to handle your case. He will be there on the other end of the line, just like a classic Bart Simpson works for the FBI kind of skit. <sighs> but yeah, yeah it's no, like, they're not going to help you. No, they're not. That's what I mean. I just, it's always my favorite. Cause I like, I don't mind like dumb, like just reading long amounts of jargony shit. Like it's, doesn't really phase me if I feel like I can, I mean, it's usually in service of like winning an argument. So I'm like, Oh, I'm going to get details. You know, I'm going to know more about this. And uh, so like, I just always think it's funny when people are like, well, no, like that's illegal. People can't do that. That's illegal. And I'm like, guys, come on. Like, are you born yesterday? You're a tiny little baby. Let's go change your diapers. They can't do that. Yeah, okay. they can't do that. That's it's illegal, like, yeah. and the government can't do illegal things. I'm Were you born also, yesterday? Or, like, I mean, that's the other thing, too, is, like, employers. I'm, like, when people are, like, oh, no, the employers can't do that. I'm, like, how many jobs have you had before? Because every job I've ever had, somebody did something, like, weirdly illegal that you would see it, and you'd be, like, wow, that's illegal. But, like... Like, am I going to do about it? Like, I, <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, I had an employer in Rockaway who uh, I had decided we did general construction work. He worked for Build It Back. He would take Build It Back contracts. And then while he was in the house, he would upsell the clients. Mm. You know, you really should get these windows done. We can do some lead treatment for you. Would you like another expansion in the back of your house? Made a lot of money, but it was through government contracts. So he didn't have to advertise. So, so this guy, so I ended up leaving to go drive pizza delivery or something like that. And I left the company and a week later, I got a message that they had dragged him, the cops, not sure which cops, which ones, but they had brought him out. Once whose house he was working on. <laughs> yeah. He got arrested for, um, not extortion, but some, uh, uh, what is the shuffling money, money laundering. It's, Right. embezzlement that's the one <laughs> shuffling yeah. money yeah, he got arrested for shuffling money around and uh yeah, it was a mess it yeah was a mess. Well, i have i have a relation by marriage who did some like federal time for um this government like defrauding the government it's just a bad idea like i mean i think that it's like you know i feel morally I feel like it's pretty morally neutral. I'm not condemning it, but like they will, they will fuck you up if you defraud the government. Like oh, yeah. they really are making an example of you because like, they don't give a shit if you like fuck over your neighbors, but like, they're not letting you get away with fucking over the government. That's just not how this works. Yeah, man. But, they want their money and they'll send yeah, them. I have a relation who was, who was doing, there was, there's some sort of a, um, contracts like with gov getting government contracts where if you live in certain zip codes that that are like um i don't know what the terminology is but it's like under it's like underserved communities or whatever hmm. and so it's like lower income zip codes and if you live in these certain zip codes you get priority for the contracts and so he was using these like false addresses in rural alabama and he got caught and uh 
I mean, they they sent him away. I mean, it was it was no joke. No shit. <laughs> yeah. So it's like if you're gonna do sort if you're gonna do all sorts of frauds, like uh, stay away from the government because they or be very rich or be very rich. That's the other way. That's the thing. Well, okay. So did you hear that Elon Musk made thirty six billion dollars today? Jesus Christ! And I do not understand how anyone like how (laughs) who what like he just worked extra hard and he makes like. $1.5 $1.5 billion every hour. Yeah. So 24 hours, $36 billion. I it's don't easy understand math, that level of like lack of brain wrinkles that you, <laughs> that you still are like, okay, this system is totally fine. We just need to tweak around the edges. It's going to be mm-hmm. fine. What? Like we're in the, still in the middle of a pandemic, mind you, that's still happening. We're in the middle of a recession. I don't know. Is it a depression yet? I don't know what the demarcation on. I'm depressed. I don't know. I'm quite depressed as well. So yeah, we'll call it a depression. We're all in a bit of a depression. (laughs) Except for Elon Musk. (laughs) Holy shit. And uh, the thing I love about left Twitter, man, is that like I saw, I saw Elon Musk made $36 billion today. And it was just somebody saying, I think we should just take it. Right. And I was like, yeah, who is this chick with the blue check mark and i click on her profile I was like okay that's that's pornography my bad okay <laughs> you've got good opinions nice yeah, yeah. getting out of here i'm at work <laughs> like, yeah right <laughs> like no. uh, you don't really want that on your screen when uh, yeah, exactly. like, I support support do your thing. <laughs> good job <laughs> fuck elon <laughs> i didn't know uh take his money it really i mean and that's the compromise really taking his money you know he could go yeah. find a job i'm sure he'll be fine surely he has connections enough that he could find a job but um There's yeah, a lot of I, uh... go on hey so have you worked on any type of outline or anything like that for our convo um i just put together a couple of like little dots that I wanted to hear about your, um, I wanted to hear because I, well, first of all, because I did the research on it and I feel like a good student, the, uh, Chappelle bullshit. Um, oh, yeah. although I think Twitter has already moved on. Maybe I'm not sure. Um, but I mean, you know, Dave like Chappelle a... tells us in his standup special that Twitter is not a real place. Although yeah. he spent six stand-up specials talking about how people on Twitter hurt his feelings. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. No, Twitter has not moved on. They're in a, they're in a, an oscillating phase between smash mouth doing the Nazi salute and Dave Chappelle just okay. being a Nazi. You have to explain the smash mouth doing the Nazi salute thing, because that just sounded like gibberish to me. I have, I don't know. And I'm on Twitter a lot, so I don't know how I missed this one. So it was the world's greatest crossover between TikTok and Twitter. And uh, this woman who went to a smash mouth concert, like you do at a beer and wine festival or something. Um, Somebody's buying those records, you know, the guy from Smash Mouth, I do not know his name, Dave Halland, Harland, something like that. Tom Holland. So Tom Holland was, was... <laughs> That's what I'm going to say Tom, Tom Holland. Holland. <laughs> Nazi salute. No, no everyone says Tom Holland. 
Oh, except for Zendaya. So sad. So, <laughs> so um, she went and the lead singer of Smash Mouth was absolutely trashed. Like true to true to form, smashed. Mm-hmm. And uh he was slurring, like not even slurring. Slurring would be kind. He was just completely in- intelligible. And at some point did the Roman salute. And some guy was like, Did you really just do that? And he was he did it again. <laughs> and, and the woman has it on recording on TikTok. And uh and yeah, it's not like he was, you know, doing a full fill in Selmo or anything like that, you know, stomping around saying white power, but right. he was uh definitely doing the Roman salute. And, <laughs> and then he I've never heard it called a Roman salute. Oh, yeah. Well, that's where it came from. I always call it a like a sig hail or something, right? Is that yeah. the same thing? It's the same thing, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. It was I am popularized. moving my hand for anyone who wants to know I'm not doing a sig hail. I'm saying sig hail, and I do talk <laughs> with my a lot, so just want to clarify. <laughs> yeah, I, I call it a Roman salute because fucking the Americans did it. Do you ever see that, like the photos of kids in the 30s in America doing Roman salute to the flag? Um, no. <laughs> what You're in for I, a treat. Was I born Google yesterday? that shit. Okay. Yeah. Yes, you okay, were apparently. So Let's see if American we can share screen. We can figure this out. Kids, Roman salute. Bellamy salute. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh yeah. Lots of kids doing the Nazi salute here. The author. Oh, oh, described by Francis Bellamy. Flag salute. Okay. Erroneously. Okay. Okay. So we're learning a lot. Later, during the <laughs> 1920s and 30s, Italian fascists and Nazi Germans adopted a salute which was very similar, erroneously attributed to the Roman salute, a gesture that was popularly believed to have been used in ancient Rome. There you go. So, the okay, so as a quick, just just finding out about this for the first time, I'm fresh, very brand new. Um, it seems as though that was previously a like, I mean, obviously it's rooted in like fashiness, but that was just like a standard way to salute a flag that like a flag. I mean... Is what there's nothing oh my god shut up it's not it's just like goose stepping it's nothing like inherently menacing about a roman salute or the bellamy salute or a nazi salute whatever it's the okay so it's who took it in well it's i mean yeah. it's that same dumb argument about like well the swastika was not always uh, what was the hindu symbol yes exactly like, no, but it's not that anymore so yeah. I don't know how to help you. <laughs> if you practice Hinduism and it is a sacred symbol to you, mm-hmm. it's lovely, you know, good for that's you. Wonderful, but that's not what it means anymore. So give it up, friend. Yeah. Like and I don't, I have a, a little Buddha head over that. there, but I don't have fucking mandalas with swastikas in the middle. No. Like that's not how that works. <laughs> it's, never, it's never anyone who's a practicing Hindu who's making no. that type of thing. No. Um also, okay, modern day so Hinduism is Smash Mouth. So then, all right. So then everybody's mad at Smash Mouth with good reason. No, nobody knows anything about Smash Mouth. <laughs> I, no I one think, about I Smash think Mouth. he might have gotten canceled a bit, like, because apparently Eve Six is recording two of his new tracks on the album. 
<laughs> I swear to God, Max from Houston. So wait, what does Smash Mouth the even do these days? They're still going on tours, but they're still I mean, just they like. They gave like 25,000 people COVID at Sturgis a year and a half ago. What are you talking about? Oh, so they're a MAGA thing. I mean, almost. I mean, so they, they were like the only band to be, dumb I mean, enough to fucking Sturgis play Sturgis during the pandemic. A MAGA thing, right? Okay. Well, hold on. Sturgis has gone on for 50 years, something like that. It's just a bike festival. Yes. But so it's a lot been of chuds like bikers. So like right. But it's been, hasn't it been co-opted by chuds? I don't know. I mean, a lot of the same crowds are there. The the Venn diagram is very purple. Let's say. Okay. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's almost a full well, circle. Well, I mean, it's like any but to say yeah, Sturgis is a like MAGA event been... is like not really the same thing. You know? Not really. It's been around for a long time. It's like to say the Roman salute was awesome. like the Nazi salute. Like Riding a bike into South Dakota or North Dakota or wherever it is. Mm. Where is it? North, South? One of the Dakotas. Is there a fucking difference? I don't know. I don't know. But the one has like, Bismarck and one has that sounds dope as hell. Fargo is in uh one of them too. There you go. We got Fargo and we got Bismarck. We this know our state capitals. About the Dakotas. <laughs> That's it. That's all we got. One has the Badlands, which is like the coolest name of a fucking geographical so location. Cool. I know. Uh, anyway, but did yeah, the bike festival sounds cool. Like if you're into motorcycles, like it sounds pretty dope. Yeah. But, but that's the problem with, I mean, I guess it's probably the same way in Europe as well. But any like large gathering of white people in the U.S. is dangerous territory. You got to have your head on the swivel because so my family's very Scottish and the um, I went to the the Highlands Festival, the Highlands Games in Long Island once. And there was a guy who had like this uh, this booth. So it's like you, they just have vendors or whatever, traveling vendors. And so he had all these like military patches and stuff and like flag patches and it was like that you know kitschy shit that you find but then he had a Rhodesia patch and it was no. like the Rhodesian Air Force or something like that and I was like oh wow that took a turn this could have just been like you know kitschy Americana I'm okay with that you know we got our little Scottish flags and we got our little kilts and our little uh, the the knife that you wear in your sock is called a ski and do, and so they they have those, and you know it's like I don't know, but so anyway. So there's there's a lot of fash that love role playing Rhodesia, and it's just like you know with their fals or fouls. I don't actually know how to pronounce that word, and uh, their little short shorts. It's it's you know right. It's very because like, though. Yeah. It's very in-group, the Rhodesia thing. It's kind of like the Boogaloos, the Boogaloo Boys, yeah. where it was like, you'd see somebody in a Hawaiian shirt, and you'd be like, oh, that guy's just kind of wearing a Hawaiian shirt, whatever, man. Hawaiian but shirt. then you see like four guys with Hawaiian shirts, and then they're all carrying ARs, and you're like, what the fuck oh, is going on? Oh, something's happening here. Something's happening here, and I don't know what it is. Yeah. I, so that's kind of the Rhodesia thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, and it's also just like a... a white majority horrifically racist (laughs) it's not even white majority white minority rule state right like yes the the whole well just 
I mean, it's just horrific ethnic cleansing until, uh, you know, right. Zimbabwe became a state. Yeah. So, which was amazing. Good for them. Yeah. Fuck Whitey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> for real though. Um, but so, uh, though you were saying that, that Smash Mouth gave everyone COVID at Sturgis. And so. Holy shit. Yeah. That, but so this is, this is a segue into this freaking Dave Chappelle nonsense because he starts off his, his, like the first, so I went by pages because I printed it and read the transcript so I could take notes. Yeah, but, we're never giving him any views ever again. Right. Fuck Dave Chappelle, um, power to the workers yeah, on Netflix. Don't feel like, like watching it. Like, it's just, I would rather just read the page and like, I don't know. It's a commitment to watch something. I have to want to watch something to, to watch it, but like, uh, but I can read all kinds of garbage. So, um, I have so much garbage anyway, for you to read. He says, I cannot wait. But so he says, um, cause I've been walking around Texas, just touching doorknobs and shit, hands all moist, tipping with cash here, take this to your family. I must've killed thousands of people. And like, because in the middle of a pandemic, he went to Texas, where he does not live, and was just, what? Like, first of all, like, before any of his, like, hateful remarks within this special, dude, it's a fucking pandemic. Are you serious? <laughs> you're really going around? And then you're going to talk about it in your standout special. Oh, you're just a rich guy who got COVID because you were going around Texas. Like it wasn't a pandemic. Did he get COVID? He did. And he said he didn't get sick from it. And so he went around infecting other people like a plague rat. Yeah. It's awesome. I guess so. Gotta love that. I just, I don't know. Gotta respect somebody who commits to the bit, you know? Yeah. He was like, you know, it'd be really funny if in seven months I tell a story. So I got to actually do it. Right. <sighs> right. But then he says, like, what I probably kill people. And I like, I'm not against gallows humor. But I just just every part of this special is like, first of all, how is that funny? And secondly, yeah, you probably did kill a couple of people. Good for you. Good job. Buddy. A lot of people died in Texas. Yeah. Are still dying in Texas. Yeah. So anyway. I find it disturbing that I've like accepted a thousand deaths a day. Like I try to remember when the pandemic first happened mm-hmm. and it was like we were getting close to a thousand deaths and I was freaking out. Yes. You know, and I try to remember that. I try to remind myself of that because it's been like normalized that no, just thousand yeah. people die every day from this preventable disease. Yeah. No, I mean, I remember so many people sounding, you know, on Twitter and on Instagram, just like, please don't normalize this. Remember that like thousands of people are dying. Mass death is not okay. Don't normalize this. Don't, you know, like sounding the alarm, the, the chicken littles of uh, the internet. <laughs> And like, it's just completely normalized. It's like, it's just, we're not even, you know, it's not on a, on the newspaper. It's not, it's not on the news every day. We've moved on. How is it not on the news? First of all, I don't watch the news. I don't know. I don't either. So, but I just don't know. 
know. According to the guy in the bathroom stall, um, you got to stop watching the news because they're uh, normalizing slavery. Wait, is this a person who spoke this idea to you or he wrote it on? I've been taking notes. I did take, I did take a photo. Let's see. Let's see what he actually said. Um, Let's see what this gentleman had to say. Okay. (laughs) Oh, nope. I think I skipped that one. Okay. One says, please, comma, vote for Trump, (laughs) which is the kindest, (laughs) nicest (laughs) Trump stan I've ever met. (laughs) This one says, um, (laughs) stop wearing the mask. You are a puppet if you do wear one. Okay. Queensbridge. Okay. So <laughs> threw me Wait, for a loop there. This was not in Queensbridge. This was No, this just... is at this is on, on Wall Street. This is a building complex on Wall Street. Yeah. Okay. So but Queensbridge. Queensbridge. You know, just in case you were wondering. <laughs> okay. 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 We've got um, well, I used to I I really was in the beginning of the pandemic when I was like mm-hmm. home all the time. I really did think that like the people who bitched about the masks were just like just big whiny babies. And now that I've been wearing a mask like all day, every day. Oh yeah. The masks suck. They oh, really yeah. do. I mean, I'm not gonna advise people not wear them. I work in an elementary school. I definitely want kids like when kids come up and ask me a question, they got their mask down to their they got their mask in their mouth. And I'm like can you please just put the mask over your face while you're right here in my grill, please? Yep. <laughs> no, this, the, the job site I'm currently at is, uh, it's probably the biggest job site I've been at since we came back from the pandemic. And it's a fucking mess. Like these people do not believe in COVID. Well, let's see. I, I did have another one. I'm scared. Got to get vaccines. You people believe anything. COVID is fake. You Wait, this shekels. is all the same one? This is all this the, it's, it's all one blue, okay. one blue thing. Okay. And the last one is COVID is fake, you shepels. And I'm like pretty sure you meant to write sheeple. Sheeples, okay. So I don't know who this Wait, man does is. Does it say sheeples or sheeple? Shepels. Shepels, okay. I like that. I like that they that they put a mess on the end. Of- I really like that too. And this was the same person that wrote, you know, don't read the, don't watch the news. They're normalizing slavery or something. And mm. judging by the Queensbridge, uh, I do have to say, I didn't put this together until right now, that this is probably a person of color from the Queensbridge projects. Perhaps. And, uh, yeah, they're working in a trade, so they probably didn't have the greatest education. So I probably shouldn't poke too much fun at the sheep shepels. The shepels. And uh, what was the what was the first one? I mean, but this is an another. You are a puppet. This you are a puppet. Like, you are a puppet. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of blacks for Trump in that fucking bathroom too. I don't even know what's going on. A lot of those. I, it, it was easily the most graffiti I've seen in a long time. I was like, what is going on? What is happening? You thought you were like in a dive bar at work. Yeah. Yeah. So, that that is, was weird. But 
but nobody wants to wear a mask. And I, you know, I don't wear one a lot at my job um, because it does suck and I don't work with kids and I've been vaccinated and yeah, I truly am sorry. I wear one when I leave my little area. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's best. Like, I wear one at all times on the subway, at all times when I'm in a yeah. restaurant or some other location. But when I'm on yeah. the 25th floor of a building, when there's only like three other people, like. Yeah. No, I mean, I feel like it's when it's in, uh, I don't know. My rule is like, if it's in public in a crowd of people who I don't know, then I'm going to wear it. Cause I'm like, I don't trust any of these people. But if it's, you know, I never was, I have, I have friends who were like dogmatic about it, where it's like, you wear a mask and you wear it outside all the time with, you are going to encounter anyone. You wear it on the boardwalk to go for a walk. And I like that. I was like, look, that's for you to do, but like, yep. I'm sorry, I'm not doing that. The science does not suggest that we need to be doing that and it never did. Definitely so. not. I mean, we're not um, wearing masks during the group fitness classes at Crunch Fitness. Right. Yeah. No? But we all have to be vaccinated. I saw somebody get into a fight, the right. guy up front about being vaccinated or not. So. Yeah. Well, that's how the why. The so why silly that people don't doing, fucking get it. The why doesn't require masks anymore. Yeah. And that also sucks. Like working out with a mask on. It sucks. Oh, I, I get it. Dude. Like I have. I have. I have uh, sympathy for certain things, but I'm like, you know, at a certain point, you're just kind of being a dick if you don't want to do this. <laughs> like, just Without a doubt. Suck it up and you're going to be okay. Stop it's licking doorknobs, Dave. Yeah. And well, he's giving, he's giving these people fucking uh, like a pass, like a reason to think that they're fucking right. You know? Right. Right. Well, it, it's like, I don't know, like after so long there's this one i i had like uh so he has this one joke hold on wait the definition oh he does this one this bit about like looking up the definition of a feminist right so his punchline is i didn't know the definition of the feminine of feminist was uh that um a human being not a woman a human being that believes in equal rights for women okay and he says, all these years, I thought it meant frumpy dyke. And I'm like, that is the most hack. That is a punchline that I have heard that punchline before when I was in seventh grade and declared really? myself a feminist. Yep. Like, come on, Dave. Like, you are way paid too much you are paid way too much for this to be your punchline well i mean that's he's he's a hack i mean he's been a hack it's Total just hack. that you know and this is what i was saying to you a couple of days ago is that like the uh his previous work like people are like oh I, you know he used to be funny what what happened it's like he's always peddled dangerous stereotypes and we just laughed at them right like dude i even today, I quoted a Dave Chappelle quote. Somebody said, you know, I don't want to get wet. And I leaned in the room. And I said, I didn't know you like to get wet, Dave. The episode that fucking Wayne musical man. Wayne, who was Wayne Brady? Yeah. Yes, Wayne Brady. Thank you. 
musical man. Um, when he was a hardcore gangster drug dealer on Dave Chappelle show. And like that shit made me laugh so hard. Like I, <laughs> I loved that when I was, when I was 17, you know, I didn't know yeah. any better. I knew better. I knew I wouldn't say that shit, but because he was black man, he was giving it. It was okay. And we right. could laugh. I could laugh it. with my black friends. But so you know? I thought, that was the interest that was my understanding and memory of when he went missing or not went missing but when he ditched out on Chappelle show um before it was like before the contract was up um was that he didn't like how uh so many like white people were laughing at his punchlines um, or laughing at his jokes. Like, I, I mean, and I could be wrong, but that was my memory of what, of that, what that whole thing was about. Like that was his explanation. Mm. And, um, but then like, I don't know, it seems like a, particularly this new special is completely tailored towards like reactionary white people. Yeah, I definitely saw a video on YouTube that was titled 25 Minutes of Dave Chappelle on Transgendered Something Issues or whatever. The, but it, like I, I didn't watch the video because it already has 2.5 million views. Yeah. So like, what the fuck is that? Right. Like, who watches just 25 minutes of Dave Chappelle's jokes only on one issue or on one right. topic? And how does Dave right. Chappelle have 25 minutes of material online right. about the well, trans product topic. Right. And I, I am not a trans person. So I'm like not speaking as like someone from that community, but it's just like, bro, you seem obsessed. Calm down. Like what? This is, it, it just doesn't, I don't know. I just can't imagine making that your bread and butter. Like Oh, I'm going to be the trans commentary guy. Yep. Which obviously it, keeps, it sells, right? I mean, keeps them relevant. Yeah. And that's the current boogeyman. You know, every, you know, conservatism in the right wing of America needs a boogeyman. Right. Right. And, you know, he came out and he went for the boogeyman of uh, <laughs> black stereotypes and stereotypes of women, stereotypes of right. gay men. And, uh, you know, he's never, he's always been like, oh, I'm not politically correct. It's cool. It's funny. I can't with the, you know, NBC stuff. It's just so, again, it's so hack. Like it's so, I remember being in high school and thinking that was so like when fellow teenagers would be like edgy because that's what teenagers are meant to do is to be edgy and like experiment and see what's whatever. But like, is that a grown fucking man? What? Yep. Yeah, and this week is the first time I've ever seen like um LGB conferences. Oh god, yeah. Oof. The fuck is that? Like we are gonna be importing them into the US very soon. Importing? We is it just is it just uh in it's just it's pretty much just England? a British thing at the moment. Of course it is. But the fucking will, home planet of fucking anti-trans bullshit. Turfiness, yeah. Oh but like, God. yeah, he's, but all of this stuff, like there's nothing, there's, there's literally nothing funny in this special. Like, I'm not even just being like a, uh, 
a frumpy dyke, like he wants to uh, say, is the literally. I literally heard that in high school. I swear, I swear, because it was like, oh, well, I'm a feminist, and then it's like, oh, so yeah, I guess guess you're a lesbian who won't shave her armpits, and I'm like, what? Like it wasn't even funny then, (laughs) and I was. 13 or however old you are in high school I don't even know (laughs) but and like I don't know he just keeps like he sets up the stakes as like it's the black community versus the trans community or the gay community he starts off with that but then he has another one another line that um which actually here's a good uh uh question if you're quoting something, so he dead names Caitlyn Jenner in this. So is it okay if I say the line dead naming Caitlyn Jenner <laughs> in this? I'm not a trans so, person, so I don't know, but right. I, would, I would say probably not. You know? um, but so in this, so I'll just say he, the dead name or I'll say dead name instead of, but his one of his punchlines is why is it easier for the dead name of Caitlyn Jenner to change his gender than it is for Cassius Clay to change his name? So that is the dumbest line, thing I've ever fucking heard. This that punchline is makes simply the dumbest thing I've ever no fucking heard. Because everyone knows who the fuck Muhammad Ali is. Dude, what? Barely anyone knows who Cassius Clay is. Barely what? anyone knows. You have that. to know like at least two things about Muhammad Ali. One, floats like a butterfly, stings like a bee. Everyone knows sure. that. Second yes. thing, his name is actually Cassius Clay. Right. That's his that dead name. His, his, name. his name before he changed it. His birth yes. name. Thank you very much. And so, you know why I know that? Eddie Murphy coming to America. That's the only reason I know that. That go. barbershop scene. I don't know yeah. anything like that. How I, I learned like, that. And it's That's like ridiculous. I don't know. Just it's a bad joke. It's just a bad joke because everyone knows who Muhammad Ali is. No one refers to Muhammad Ali as Cassius Clay. And like, although, yes, at the time when he changed his name, it was a controversy. But like, I don't know, just the like, there's just so many things that I marked that I'm like, what? And then, and then he says, I'm team turf, which, right there is just like shut up just shut up like shut up no you're not team turf or no not you're not obviously he is you shouldn't be team turf you shouldn't (laughs) say that you know like (sighs) and then okay so then in the worst part of this to me oh there's um, a worst part oh yeah there's a worst part he That's... speaks of his one trans friend who he tells this story about how um, he he had her open for him in San Francisco and she bombed. But then um, but then she was a delight with the like um, extemporaneous part of his set later on. But then he tells uh, he tells it, he goes on to then speak about this, his, his friend apparently's suicide. 
And then it's like, it's still part of a joke. And I'm like, what is funny about this? Like, this is grim and awful. I'm so confused. It's (laughs) mind boggling. Reading the transcript, I assure you, you will not be any more uh, enlightened. uh, enlightened. It's just, (laughs) but that's what it breaks down to is, Mm. is he had, he had a trans friend and whose life ended in suicide. That's weird. I, that's like the first time I've ever heard of a trans person's life ending. And so is that like a thing? Is that like, maybe he could spend his time advocating for people that are trans so that they could maybe find help in a situation where they'd be contemplating suicide. I don't know. I'm just spitballing. Yeah. 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 No, this whole special is making trans people feel uncomfortable in their bodies and therefore going to lead to more suicides. Thanks, Dave. Well, he already told us he killed people with COVID. So I don't think that he very much cares. Um, Dave Chappelle is the world's shittiest murderer. Just a sh- He's just an asshole. He just sucks. I, I just, none of this, none of it was funny. None of it was um, incisive. A couple of the jokes were just, didn't make any sense. That were like not good jokes. Yeah. Uh, and totally hack. And then it ends with this very grim. And again, I'm not opposed to Gallo's humor, but this was a casual friend of his. You don't get to tell her story like that. I I don't care if her family thinks that maybe you could, or if he even asked. Like, no, you don't get to tell someone's story like that. Just, just, I don't know. He's just disgusting to me. And I'm just so grossed out by this special. And I feel dirty having read this, having spent this like 15 minutes reading through this transcript. Um, Go cleanse your mental palate by reading another chapter of State and Revolution, Bethany. Yeah, that's what I need. I need it. No, I'm actually reading this Ursula K. Le Guin novel. Which one? And um, Lavinia. Mm. And it is delightful and I love it so much. I've right now four different like sci-fi sagas. I've got the expanse, which is right there, and then Dune, which is right there. Nah. So I'm tr- I'm trying to like this, and then I'm, I've started Foundation, which is right here behind behind the pipeline. Behind the pipeline okay. book. This is Foundation. Okay. So okay. I'm trying to trying to like figure out i'm on book five of the the uh expanse okay how many books is that they're coming out the ninth one comes out in november okay and that's the final one it's over so i'm kind of like and then the other series is obviously it's spooky season so i want to read interview with a vampire um <laughs> love interview with a vampire so i have that up to book, book five but oh i forgot that this long series what's oh the God, author's like name one of the, um Anne rice. Anne rice yes but maybe i should you know it's megan's favorite author my partner megan uh, it's her favorite author um ursula k Le Guin, and uh, i actually just got her a uh, collectible edition of her favorite book the dispossessed oh nice um, i haven't read the dispossessed 
This is actually my first, my first uh, Le Guin um, novel. And I happened to be, I was in Barnes and Noble for the first time in seven or eight years. I can't think of the last time before that, that I was in the Barnes and Noble, but it was great. And there's books everywhere. And I was like, oh, it was, it was like, oh, it was my birthday. It was our birthday. And um, I, uh, anyway, so I was like, okay, I'm going to like, just look around and, and see what, you know, normally I shop online for books, but so I was like looking around and they just happened to have that one Lavinia from um, Ursula K. Le Guin. So I was like, you know what? This is a sign. I need to read this. And so far it is wonderful. Nice. Because it's not sci-fi. It's it's Greek myth. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. So it's like, um, so Lavinia was Aeneas's um, wife, or she was the one that the war was fought over, I guess, in the Aeneid. And she never speaks in the, she has nothing. They just, they speak of her. Ah. Then, so it's from her perspective and it is just, it's everything I ever wanted. That's awesome. Yeah. No, I love it. <sighs> I love it. Is indeed. she a, um, an unshaven lesbian? Who? Lavinia? Yeah. Is she oh, a feminist? A feminist? <laughs> <laughs> no, she's not. She's very, well, I mean, not necessarily, <laughs> but she's um it's very cool because it's like the greek the greek myths which um we have a comrade who will probably uh would want to launch an argument with me about this but like the greek myths do tell us about history of greece um even though they are mythological and the magical parts of them are surely not uh literal but they do tell us about like greek life and stuff so um, anyway, it's just really cool because she talks about like the the um, sacred places and kind of like sacred mm. rituals and stuff and how how a, um, a princess would live um, at this time and who she would have interacted with. Anyway, it's I love it. Um, well, that sounds pretty amazing. Yeah, it is. I, I I haven't read a novel in forever, so that's my like palate cleanser for. That's your uh, palate cleanser for Dave Chappelle. Yeah, because I've been listening to uh, so when I first saw someone on Twitter be like, you know, this is some bullshit Dave Chappelle did. There was a uh, a short clip of another comedian doing a skit about or doing a bit about uh, all of these older comedians. They, you know, they run out of fucking ideas and they get too much money, so they don't have any fucking connection to anybody anymore. And they're unrelatable, so they decide, I know, I'm going to punch down on vulnerable communities. And uh, and so <laughs> he's talking about specifically Richard Ricky Gervais in, in his... Um, oh, God. I think he's a turf, too. I think he's... Oh, yeah. He's English, right? He's Yes, he absolutely is. And he's dog shit. Or, as the English say, dog water. And uh, <laughs> my favorite English insult... <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, dog. Well, uh, <laughs> don't make what me say about water. One, the Scottish one that's you're a ball bag, a ball bag. <laughs> but it's like B A W B A G. I can't do a good Scottish accent, but yeah, that's amazing. Bag. It's so good. Anyway, um, go. <laughs> sorry. 
<laughs> okay, I've sort of completely lost myself. What am I talking about? Ricky Gervais. Jer- Ricky Gervais. Gervais. Ricky Turfface. Yeah. Um, so this comedian is talking about Ricky Gervais and how he's just a piece of shit. And uh, he, he just said like, oh, you brave little sis boy. And I thought it was like the funniest fucking shit. So I immediately looked him up and his name is James Acaster. And uh, so I said, fuck Dave Chappelle. If I want to watch stand up, I'm going to watch James Acaster. And he has a great special called Repertoire. And uh, it's actually like five different episodes. And uh, the first one was a, there was a, uh, maybe like a six minute story about fucking bananas and revenge. And, and first of all, he says bananas like bananas. So already just to the, to the essence bananas. Every time I hear him say bananas, I chuckle a little bit. And uh, you know, I had a great time watching James Acaster and he didn't have to shit on trans people. And uh, I can't wait till I can see his next special, you know? Like, that's the kind of comedians that I want to watch. Not, like, some dickhead that thinks he's, you know, making some really important political commentary. Right. Well, that's, like, the the initial impression that I first, that I first had when it was, like, all about the, uh, the, when he sets the stakes, you know, of, like, the LGBT uh, community versus Black folks is, like, these are, and it's like, oh, that's what no material analysis <laughs> results in, right? I mean, personally, I've never met a gay, lesbian, bisexual, or trans black person. Yeah, they don't just don't exist. They're weird. I always thought it was funny seeing those like Black Trans Lives Matter signs. I was like, why is that even there? Those people don't yeah, exist. That doesn't exist. That's fucking but, bullshit. Yeah, it's just no. like I mean, and and of course, like. He's a very rich guy who has sequestered himself on a farm on farmland in Ohio. You know, like that's what he's done. He is separated from society and people by his wealth and physically by his his geography. But like, it's like, yeah, that yeah, he doesn't know what's going on in the world. And like when he goes out, he is completely pampered. He, I'm sure he has some very specific tour rider that has exactly how people are meant to interact with him and, you know. And what type of people. And what type of people. So it's like, he, of course, he's lost touch with, with regular people. Of course, I did just remember something. The last Dave Chappelle uh, thing I watched was that 846, 856. I can't remember exactly the, the title. Um, of him doing that first show in Ohio. And, uh, and I thought it was really powerful. And it was really good. Um, but the most powerful thing about it is that he said, you know, people are asking me like, what do I think? What do I think we should do? And like, you know, I, I think I should shut the fuck up. Like, I, you know, I shouldn't be out there trying to lead people or trying to tell people how it's going to go. Like, that's not my place. It's like, Oh, Keep that energy, Dave. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Yes. Holy shit. I have, we have got to wrap it up. Um, I thought that was a good last wrap up part. That's a really good last. (laughs) Shut the fuck up, Dave Chappelle. Please. When in doubt, just shut the fuck up. It's very easy. There you go.
I mean, I, you know, I, I think that applies to myself as well. <laughs> I think that's a good, uh, you know. I've been shutting the fuck up for years. Shut the fuck up. It's, I mean, I almost never shut the fuck up. So <laughs> I don't actually do that. It's <laughs> like but, a long list of people that I shut the fuck up in front of. Like, yeah, there are people there. of color, LGBT community, people, women, like, yeah. less we need less white men just in general yeah i agree you know some so. of my favorite men are white men but you know they do all need to just shut the fuck up it's <laughs> fine it's fine so with that i'll uh, shut the fuck up all right well bye <laughs> <laughs> okay i will uh, catch bye. you later Have a good all day. Right. see you later have a good night <laughs>